Welcome to Talking Not Ranting. My name is Alistair Field. And I'm Greg Smith. You've dropped in on our current topic series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager. In today's episode, The Vacation. Ooh, man, we've actually had a, an opportunity to experience some of that this summer. Uh, and uh, I don't know, I can't wait to talk about this. It, it, mine were wonderful. Real vacations. Real vacations. They were real vacations. Not yeah. stay vacations. No, not stay vacations and not, uh, yeah, I'm away from the office, but I'm really not a vacation. Vacations. Because your office is in your house. My office is in my house. Yeah. But still, you know, it's about setting boundaries. We're going to talk about that. This is a good one. I think so as well. So let's set the stage here. Greg and I have been friends for a long time and we're, we're taping on a Wednesday night, which doesn't usually happen. I don't think we've ever taped on a Wednesday night. I don't think so, but the combination of holidays and then this week I am swamped doing a couple of off-site, off-sites, so, uh, and you're uh, really busy too with a couple of other things, so we're, yeah, it's it's unique to be midweek. Yeah, you messed up your priorities. I did, I did. have to be a quick turnaround on this one, Greg. There would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, we've both been managers for a long time. We've both benefited from other people assisting us in our management development. In every episode, we're going to discuss a situation where we and others have missed the mark. We're going to start at the perspective of the employee, and we're going to discuss how we have observed others successfully manage the situations. And we're always going to have an underlying theme of a great discussion. Mm-hmm. You ready for a good discussion? I'm Greg? ready for a great discussion. Greg came in. He's dragging his tail around a little bit. He's had a couple long days, good productive days, but uh, back out in front. Yeah, you know what? It's 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 so interesting. I'm a I'm an extrovert. I love to be connected to people. And really? Yeah, really, yeah. really, really, yes. And uh, I've had a couple off sites lately where they're two days and full on, where I'm facilitating and engaged fully. And oh my goodness, I can't believe at the end of the day how tired I am. Now there are long days, early mornings, just because I got to drive somewhere and then come back. But still, um, it's stamina. You know, you you've lost. I've lost a little bit of it. So uh, it'll take a while to get back. I think. So again, uh, our topic today: the vacation. We all get vacation as part of our employment, both as an employee and a manager. We have probably held different views on the sanctity of the vacation, and we have both probably gotten different vibes from those we work for on what is expected and accepted regarding the sanctity of being on holidays. So what's up with this? How important is this subject and how does it affect our relationships and the work environment? Wow, you know, this is so important. Uh, And there are many studies these days that talk about vacation and the importance of powering down and actually creating some space in your head and your body and your emotions and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and but I've experienced both. I've really experienced uh, those times when uh, you're working for a workaholic who is just so direct and doesn't believe in vacation, doesn't believe anybody else should have vacation. So that I've had that experience, and it's it's brutal. You feel guilty going off. The emails come all the time, and and you're frustrated, uh, and you never get downtime. And my experience and the studies show you aren't as effective. I've also had uh, leaders that uh, say that, hey, I don't take vacation, but I'm open to vacation and I really believe people need to take vacation. And then they still send the emails and going forward. And then I've worked for folks that are fully on in taking vacations and, and set the tone that I trust you 
and nothing's going to fall through the earth if uh, if I take vacation and set up protocols. And we'll talk about those. Like, you know, uh, uh, call me if it's urgent and let's talk before I go on vacation what urgent is. You know, some really great frameworks. But I've been in all three and uh, I've uh, – the best organizations is the last one. And uh, I think more and more today we're going to talk about it. This generation, you better be prepared to create space and not just a couple of weeks. It's uh, – it's, uh, people are asking for more things. Yeah, um, I agree with you. I've been in a bunch of different uh, scenarios. And it all comes down to managing it, managing expectations. You know, what type of business are you in? Some businesses, like you go away for three weeks, you know, and you've looked after it, it's fine. And there's other businesses that are very dynamic. And maybe you have such a specific role in it that you really have to talk around about, you know, can we call you, you know, what what situation would be, that would be. And it also, you know, like you, you manage up towards a vacation, right? And we're going to talk about a bunch of these things. But I've been in a variety of situations. And I'd say most of the time I felt comfortable with, with where it landed. But it does take some work and some care and some thought put into it. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. Great, great conversation. An important topic, uh, especially these days where, man, flexibility and, and openness and customization are the name of the game these days. And uh, so figuring out how best to manage in that messy situation is going to be critical. Cool. So uh, what are some common sense things as a manager to help deal with this situation? Number one, we need to realize the importance of a good vacation and relate that and relate that to those we work for and those who work for us. Yeah, there are tons of studies about this. Uh, the one that jumps out the most for me is uh, Tony Schwartz does a lot of work around energy and he's been writing about this for a while and um Lore is the other uh, person who works with them, and they used to work with athletes. And, you know, if you watch athletes, actually athletes, uh, top world athletes, push really hard, but they always take breaks because they need renewal. And that's a great example of what we all need. And so actually setting the tone that renewal is important, that, that, that space that we talked about in the just beginning part a little bit, that, that renewal space um, part of them, uh, their studies talk about the ta- our energy tanks and uh, vacation provides beautiful opportunity to fill our energy tanks. Four energy tanks are physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual or purposeful tanks. And often a vacation can actually fill all of those because normally physically it allows you to slow down, get some sleep. That helps. Emotionally, it allows you to connect with others. That feeds into that tank. Mentally, often people read things on their vacation. That thing, and then spiritually, you know, uh, getting time away into nature or whatever you do on your vacation, it all. So vacations are so critical because they actually uh, provide beautiful inputs into all of those energy tanks, which are critical to not only bring creative ideas, but also to. help you be resilient in this massively changing, constantly changing world that we exist in. I agree. And the boss needs to take the vacations too. They need to model. It's one thing to say, oh, they're important. They need to take one too and model the way to take a vacation and don't be a hero. 100%. And, you know, I, I know a couple of folks that uh, they're workaholics, but they believe in modeling the behavior. So... What they do is they go on, quote, vacation, and they work, but they don't uh, send emails. 
they get caught up on the deeper things that they do. It's just that they can't. They can't let go or definitely can't let go more than more than a couple of days. But so they go off, but they still do work, but not work that's connecting with others, not work that adds that spin. Because, you know, those people that say they're on vacation and then send emails all the time that says you're not on vacation. Pop up on meetings. Right, right, right. So sometimes even if you are not just you don't get the vacation thing. Even if you aren't uh, aren't someone who really gets value out of them, to your point, set the example, create the space. That's cool. The next one, if we are going on vacation, we need a discussion on whether people can disturb us, and if so, what is the criteria? I love this because it is having that conversation, and I coach a lot of people on this, especially not even on vacation, but even – People that are trying to let go, many leaders are trying to delegate and and let go, but often they're copying on everything, they're CC'd on emails, they're called on everything. And having this upfront conversation is so important in those areas, but on vacation, it's even more important. So what does that mean? Well, it might mean that, listen, let's talk about what really critical, urgent means. So if this, this, or this happens, you call me. Um... Uh, I, or I'll be checking my emails or my uh, my text or emails uh, every other day. And so this is the next level of just creating awareness. Uh, and then everything else is going to wait till I'm back. So whatever your rules of the game are or your agreed upon processes, that's important to do up front. And what it does is it actually demonstrates trust. The less you have to be called in, sends you the message as my team member that I trust you. And I, and but let's just align to hey if you know what are the things that are really and you might even turn around and say okay my purpose is to really block the time to spend time with my family is there anything that you would really is critical that you need me for and allow them to kind of give a little bit of input into it. Yeah, I was in a situation, Greg, for about four years. I'd go down to Florida for two weeks. Had access to a very nice townhouse down there. And I was in charge of a team of about 30 people, and we had seven different business lines. There was nobody other than myself that had visibility into all seven lines. Mm -hmm. There had been an assistant manager. That had been me. And when I was made manager, I wasn't replaced in that position. So when I went away, I gave everybody a couple weeks' notice that I was going away. So anything that we needed to deal with, we dealt with. And what I did was I, I made a, a, for 15 minutes a day. At around 10 o'clock, I'd check my emails. And uh, it was cool at home about it because that, that way I could just relax. Check my emails. And I think only on two occasions did I have to reach out by telephone to have a conversation with everybody. Because there was just nobody that had the same visibility on everything that we did. And so, you know, I always chose what I thought was a wise person to, to sit in for me with some very specific re uh, instructions. And they knew... I think maybe once somebody said, uh, can I talk to you for a second? This is what's going on. It was a five-minute phone call, sorted it out. I sent one email, and I just found I could enjoy my vacation. It was unique. And uh, since then, any other time that I've been on vacation, I don't think there's been a need for it. But that one time, just because of the unique nature of the structure of the team, it was way too big of a team. Yeah. And it just worked out better. They, Everybody felt comfortable. I felt comfortable. And it was just that 10, 15 minutes a day where I'd look at a couple of emails. We'd sort out a bunch of stuff ahead of time. And and the, the people that kind of ran those different sections 
there was nothing that had to be dealt with right away. They could just sit on it. When I came back, we dealt with it. But that worked for me. Well, you know what I love about that is, um, you know, the best scenario is to be, to be able to totally disconnect for, and two weeks is, is my big aha. About 15 years ago, um, my wife didn't force me, but really, really pushed to have two weeks off. And I don't know about you, two weeks is perfect because uh, one week is not I think enough. you had two of those this summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, now I'm on a whole different level. But <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. But before that, I took a week off. And you know what I'd find? I'd just get down. I just get time. relaxed. It's not enough time. It's it, not enough time. It is not. But what I loved what you said too is, you know, depending on the role you're in and the current environment, sometimes you can't take that full block. But find ways to work around it. So I, I when I remember when my kids were young and I was in a high high pressure changing role where similar to you, I didn't have the direct reports, and I would set up the calls early in the morning before the kids woke up. And I would check my uh, my email, get it done. I would clear it. But then I said, then I'm done. Uh, and it was beautiful because I felt I didn't I, – I wasn't going to come back to a, a whole barrage of stuff. I could help keep things moving. But it was a moment in time in a specific area. Try to disconnect totally. But forgive yourself and find those balance ways. I love your example. I think it's a perfect balance that you could still have a clear head to enjoy the vacation with your wife and your family. Uh, but also feel be able to support your folks and keep things moving. And ask yourself, is there a backup plan if we were unavailable for whatever reason? Giving some thought who's, who could step in to make a decision or deal with this situation. And I've always had another manager or another supervisor who could come in and who I trusted, who had you know the right frame of reference and and come in and deal with something. And I think it's important, especially, you know, things do happen while you're on vacation. And I don't want to come back from another country to deal with something if there is somebody who could, you know, deal with the situation for me. Yeah, you know, uh, the, the sessions we had this week, we were talking about how do we be more planful up front. And it doesn't take that much to do this. And to your point, each of these things, let's align to when I'm going to be checking how I'm going to be checking. And then so important because sometimes if you're in the middle of Disney World and you're in the middle of uh, Space Mountain and something urgent happens and they can't find you or you're in a place where the Wi-Fi is wonky, um, boy, what's the backup plan? And and again, it shows care to your team members because it shows that you're thinking about them and you're giving them uh, another resource to tap into. Exactly. If an employee is going on vacation, we should ensure that there is a discussion on what is going on in their area of responsibility and who can step in to address, if necessary, in an informed way if something comes up. Ooh, I really like this one. Um, it's one thing of giving people the space, and it's another thing about modeling it yourself and doing all these things. But modeling it with them and saying, okay, um, Here's some things that we need to think about. Let's align to these things up front. Allows them to think about it. It also gives you a great check-in to see what are the hot issues that are still there? What do I need to know? And really, if it's in the context of, I don't want to bug you. I We believe in giving space for renewal and and connection with family or friends and uh, and just really having that break. So in order to do that well... Let's talk about this. And also, what we don't want to do is have you go away and then come back in the, in the madness of things. So, you know, there's nothing worse than having two weeks off and being, oh, man, I'm so relaxed. And then coming back. And you get hammered. 
get hammered. But the more you do this upfront dialogue that you just described, the less likely you're going to get hammered. Mm -hmm. And again, it starts to demonstrate that delegation and that type of thing as well. So super, super point. The next one is discuss if there is any situation that work would have to reach out uh, and if that is possible. So if one of your reports are, are heading out and what is the compensation situation if this is uh, if this has to happen? And I know in the police we're really regulated. I mean, you would plan your vacations a year in advance, and it, you know there was always the option to change it later on. But uh, we actually had a collective bargaining situation, and uh, it only happened a few times where somebody was on vacation and they were up at the cottage or something. And there's a few things that you can't control. One of them is court, mm-hmm. and there's been an occasion where I, I had to call somebody up at their cottage and say, "Listen, I am so sorry." And they had to come down for court and give evidence. Uh, it's just the way that it unfolded. Uh, it wasn't planned that way. And we had a, we had a built-in compensation system for that. And, you know, the, the commander of the station signed it. Yes, we need them in court. This was supposed to be in a couple of weeks. It popped up now, this motion, we've got to deal with it. And, uh, you know, there's a built-in system to deal with that. And the person came down and they apologized for not being in a suit because they came from the cottage. But uh, the matter was dealt with. And, and so... Um, it's good to have that discussion. And some companies actually have a policy. If we need to bring you back, you know, what's the compensation for that? How do we, you know, do we give you another day? Is there, is there money involved? Whatever it is, it's, it's nice for people to know that if something like this comes up, there is a system and a, and a thought process to, around it. Yeah, I know. I agree 100%. And normally it is, you know, you get the time off. And then sometimes emergencies happen. The best organizations that I've been with, though, are ones that do something really special and simple. So um, uh, one leader that I had, uh, I I was on vacation. I was actually in Florida too and uh, with the kids. And uh, there was like a half day where I was locked down because it was a major issue. They needed my insights there and going for it, and I had to do that. And then we got it done, did it, and that type of thing. And um, I was in a leadership role, so there really wasn't a compensation kind of thing uh, 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 that was was necessarily part of it. But we went out and we came back and there was a ball of wine for me and my wife and a, uh, uh, um, a, a coupon for a Disney dinner with my family uh, or lunch the next day from my boss with a note saying, you know what, you really stepped out. I'm sorry for interrupting you. You know what? What did that cost? And, and, and I was, I was, I was, and my whole family, I mean, when I went to change jobs later on, these were things that my family, are you really sure you want to go to the Southern <laughs> company? You know, that type of thing. So talk about a retention strategy, easy peasy stuff. And it they does, showed they appreciated it. The situation, they appreciated you coming forward. They had your kids and family in mind. Yeah, really. You know, it's just one of those thoughtful things that, it, and it wasn't that much. I mean, you know, a lunch at Disney, well, maybe lunch at Disney is a lot, but, um, it, it, you know, I've had other situations where it's been just a little thing and, and boy, it creates that memory and that sense of belonging and a sense of you really care and you really value my time. Boy, uh, so simple. And yet not only did it engage me, it engaged my whole family. And that story I've told so many times. So anytime anybody was thinking of working for that person or that company while I was doing it, people wanted to go and work. Keyed on it, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It's a story. It's a legend. It's a thing to, to and something so simple. Well, that just slides right into the last point on the manager side. Vacations are important for the employee and those near and dear to them. And that story you just told us mm. keyed off that thing. Yeah. Not only did they realize that you'd given up time, but that, you know, little people and your spouse were affected by it as well. And, and you know, their thank you included them. Yeah. 
And you know what? We're a one we're one person, and um, you know when things are crunchy at home, that transfers into crunchy distraction at work. And so, um, time away, um, uh, even if you're not, you know, if you're single or whatever, but time away to refresh is always so important. But for those that are around you, whether they're friends that are traveling with you, uh, siblings or parents or whatever, man, oh man, those things, it's really important to take that into consideration. So as employees, there are a couple of things we can do to assist as well. The first one. Make sure you have a good discussion with your boss before they go on vacation so that you can take care of business while they're away. You know, front load the conversation. If you know there's a couple decision points or due dates or whatever it is, having a conversation about those things so that it's all looked after, that you feel comfortable with the situation. I love that. So that's, again, we talk a lot about that in our podcast is be proactive. Uh, If they're going away and if you have a couple things that are happening, why not have a conversation with them and say, hey, Alistair, I know you're heading out. I definitely don't want to bug you when you're heading out. I know these two things might come into play while you're away. Here's what I'm thinking. Are there any other insights in that or or that you need to, uh, you can give me as part of it? Or I want you to be aware, is that something that you need to be involved in or not? Uh, but lay out those rules. Be proactive up front because there's nothing worse when they go and then you think, whoa, what am I supposed to do now? And then you do call them and they say, oh, yeah, I didn't need to be involved in that. And so the next one is maybe as part of that conversation is understand who you go to if there's something that needs management input or notification while your boss is away. Well, that's again, you know, we talked about all the great things that a manager can do is to kind of lay out what you need to do, who you need to go to, and that type of thing. But if your manager isn't like that, or if your manager just happens to be really stressed and that type of thing, again, it's something you can be proactive and say, hey, I don't want to bug you when you're going away. Is there anybody else, should these things come up, that uh, that I can talk to? That that gives them a relief uh, normally, and it would be positive. Because sometimes, you know, we get busy and we forget those questions and uh, – Boy, uh, think of ways that you can also help your boss enjoy their vacation. Because, you know, if they're renewed and if they get uh, strengthened by some time away, guess what? They're going to show up in a better space and uh, they'll be a better leader normally when people have the time off. So it's a great, great thing. And if you're going on vacation as the employee, make sure your stuff is looked after and there's someone briefed up if something comes up, if possible. Now, Greg, I have to say that I've cheated all the way through my career because, you know, especially in the police or even uh, later on when I worked for a, a financial regulator, like I never did anything alone. There was always, you know, at least two of us, maybe more of us. And so when it, you know, when certain things came up, you know, especially if you're working in a really good partnership, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm going away next week. Uh, these are the things that are, we're kind of waiting on. Here's a list. Uh, and, and they know and they, you know, the file box is on their, on their desk or you know, the, you know, the major case management software is right there. And they go, oh, okay, yeah, sure, sure. And we, we're all trained a certain way. And so uh, so I've, I've been I've been kind of, you know, blessed throughout yeah. my career that there's always probably somebody there to step in. But I think if, if that's not the case, you know, in your scenario, then it, it's probably good to make sure there's somebody that can look after some stuff if it comes in. And again, being proactive and sharing that with your boss is not kissing up, but it is saying, it's building the trust levels because if I come to you and say, hey, I'm off, uh, just so you know, here's who's picking up the stuff while I'm gone. So if you need something, this is who you can go to, boss. 
Um, and the only thing that I'm kind of worried about is this emergency situation. And I unfortunately am the only one that knows that. And although I would prefer not to be interrupted on vacation, if this particular situation comes up, then then here's my here, here's how you get me. And that slides into the, the next point where leave contact information, if possible, in case of an, uh, of an emergency and somebody in work needs to, to reach out. And these days with smartphones and stuff, I don't think it's as much an issue, but, you know, giving them, if possible, some way to get in touch with you in case that one-off comes along, the thing that you're only good at. Yeah. This one I would say is a watch out too, because um, I was with a bunch of HR folks over the last couple of days. And, uh, you know, these folks tend to be super service oriented, want to service, want to get back and that type of thing. So they can't let go. And, uh, yeah, and, and so uh, they almost. That sounds like a phone confiscation situation. Yeah, almost is like that. It, and, and they'll recommend, you know, and I'll, also I do the, the Enneagram, right? I love the Enneagram and the Enneagram, like twos in particular on the Enneagram are, are considered helpers and they have to help. It's almost innately built into them. Um, so if you are one of those folks that tends to really need to help and may even feel indispensable, find ways to let go. And how you let go and how you can still care for those people is doing what we just talked about earlier, and that's setting up the proper people around that can pick up for you while you're gone. But take that break. You need renewal probably more than many people because you're so busy giving people, giving for people that you need the break just to give into yourself. But, you know, what I like about you, Greg, is that there's times when, because uh, we natter on back and forth all during the week, right? Different times, different, mm-hmm. you know, this, it isn't the same every week. But, like, you you actually turn your notifications off on your phone at certain times. Like, I do. Like, you have these quiet times, right? So so maybe people need a little bit of couch time with you for you to coach them on what yeah. to do. But I know, like, I've noticed that on your phone, that there's times when you, you turn your notifications off. It's a family day or... At one point, you weren't feeling well. I yeah. think we were doing a uh, we were going to do an interview early in the summer, and you had COVID, and you turned your notifications off. And I went, okay, he's not coming. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he's not yeah. even going to phone in. Totally, totally get it, right? Yeah. So I, I, I like what you do. You, you model that, and you, on purpose, at times, turn off your notifications, and you're protecting that time because it's with your family or whatever yeah. it is. So I think that's that's something people need to learn to do. Yeah, and you know, to be honest with you, I am I am a recovered uh, giver, 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 and not uh, blocking off those times. And what I find though is, by as soon as I started to do it and explained the why, people were very respectful of it, and actually they appreciated me more because they knew that I was carving out time, and then it creates space for other people, even if it's your boss and you're influencing up. You know, your boss looks and says, you know, that's probably a smart idea to do. And when you come back and talk about the quality time you had with family or whatever that is. So, yes, man. uh, Yeah, I might be a good example now. If you would have talked to me five years ago or talked to my wife, Josette, five years ago, I would be much lower on the rating scale. Um, but it's this this big surprise. So you could run the recovery group. That's what I'm. Yeah, hinting, that's, right. that's what I'm hinting at. That's my right. Friend. That's right. Definitely can can run the recovery group. And make yourself available to assist others who might be going on vacation, so they can go off without any concerns and enjoy themselves. So I mean, you know, my scenario is you know there was always a partner or something that could look after things. But there's been other times where I've just mentioned to another person that listen, uh, 
you know, they'll, they'll come up. I know you're going away. Do you, is there anything you need covered while you're gone? I go, yeah. If you could look after this meeting and that meeting, and and this is kind of this is the base material, and this is my thoughts about it. And they went, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll go to that meeting for you. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're all good. I love that. And for me, that's a great example of. I don't know if I mentioned this before. Uh, of pack. Um, uh, so I was in. I was listening to someone recently, and they said random acts of kindness. They actually don't like. They said they. You talked about it last week. Did I? Okay. Yeah, purposeful yeah. acts of kindness. So this is a purposeful act of kindness. So that, and you know what? It sets the tone, and it helps others. Uh, but others will help you. There's there is a a give and take thing. You it know? catches it, on. It does catch on. So I think that's that's brilliant. And then the last one for the employee, and I think we really need to put this on the manager's side. I don't know why I didn't put it on the manager's side. Enjoy the vacation. Mm. People want to know that you've had a good vacation. If yeah. they've been busting their butts for you while you're gone and covering for you, they want to know that you've had a good vacation and, and maybe you brought them something back special. I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. A little, little, little uh, fun thing from wherever they are. And, and I just want to reinforce that discussion that we had earlier around uh, the two weeks versus one week. Mm -hmm. You know, And depending on where you live, just it's like madness, like really two weeks, forget it. But I would highly, highly, highly recommend at least 10 days, preferably two weeks to, uh, if you do all those things that we talked about, helping to set up the coverage and that type of thing, and actually take that, you will come back shocked at the sense of renewal, the deepening connections, uh, the the relationships, the your tanks will be so much more filled. Uh, the first time I did it, it was hard because I was anxious about it. And then all of a sudden around day six, you started to get this weird kind of comfortable feeling and started to feel more the flow and more relaxed. And I never experienced that before because I never got to day six because I was cranking back up. Um, and so I would highly recommend, and I know you've experienced this as well, those two weeks, they're golden. And, and you know, you think about how can I take that much time off because I've got so much to do. What you find is when you're renewed, your quality and effectiveness goes way up. So you still get lots done. And if you've planned it well, nothing really is going to drop. And you can be a little bit uh, ingenious about this as well. So I, I took vacations after uh, Labor Day in September. And so my so had Friday, no, I had Saturday, Sunday, Monday off as usual. And I started drawing my holidays on the Tuesday. And I took it to the following Tuesday. And so I, I basically had 10 days off for five or six holiday days. And then like for this long weekend that we just experienced, I took the Friday off so that I had four days off. Yeah. And there, there, there's way like, you know, sometimes it's hard to do the full two weeks, but you know, with a little taking advantage of the calendar a little bit yeah. and, and you know, other opportunities, you can squeeze out a, you know, a good 10 day vacation pretty quick. And, and it's those types of things that I think people need to think about. And I, I'm very, I'm very strategic in how I take my, my vacations. And if I could have a stat in there as well, uh, Hey, all the better. Right? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of organizations, especially from a recovery from a mental health perspective and that type of thing these days, are taking the Friday before a long weekend and giving that as an additional holiday. Or half day. Or half day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they figure it out. and they, they But it, it's amazing. Even that half day, it just launches you. Hits the spot. Oh, my goodness. And, it, and again, it, it allows you to slow down faster and get into the... Relax. And you're happy the company gave you something. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's it's so good. Uh wrap up, Greg. 
Yeah, well, you know what? The only other thing we didn't talk about, which is not a part of the wrap-up, that is this whole idea of, uh, you know, so so many organizations have gone to unlimited vacations. And uh, I know that when we first that first came out, a lot of people said, it is madness. How can you do that? Uh, but normally, unlimited vacation is a part of a wider um, environment and culture of uh, shared ownership and accountability. When you have that shared ownership and accountability, it's interesting. What they find is people actually don't take as much vacation. Uh, and yet they feel like they've got a lot of vacation because there's the flexibility to take some of those days. But they also take more ownership. So all the things that we've talked about of planfully making sure things are covered, uh, figuring new ways of going, giving people that freedom allows that. So if you ever are thinking about that or, uh, you know, do some investigation. There's some great examples of organizations that are doing it really well. And uh, uh, but often much of the things that we talked about are incorporated into the lifeblood of unlimited vacation cultures. Um, so that was the other thing. So just generally so as a, um, uh, a, a summary, vacations are good. Uh, uh, renewal is critical to the success of the organization and actually getting fully away uh, as much as possible is so important. And it all starts with leading by example. If you're the manager, lead by example. If you're not the manager, lead by example so that others around you will see it. And uh, just, just, just test some of this stuff that we've talked about. And I think you'll find really enhanced renewal, um, energy, and impact um, uh, once you come back. Yeah, I agree with all that. You know, I think uh, we need vacations. We should enjoy our vacations. And just put a little thought into it. Like, you know, if you're going to, if it's 3.30 on a Friday and you're, you're on vacation the following week and then you're going around thinking about, oh, how do I get things done ahead? You know, what, what do I need covered? You know, put some thought into it. You know, a few weeks before, you know, ramp, ramp yourself up. Talk to whoever you have to talk to, your boss, maybe some fellow workers. Just put some thought into it. I mean, it's important that you take this vacation and that you're, you know, you're not going to get called back three times because you haven't sorted out what's going to happen while you're away. Just put some planning into it. And that way, hopefully you go, the more time you spend planning ahead of it, chances are you're going to have a nice, smooth vacation. So just put the time in, put some thought into it, have a little bit of a plan, have a few people, you know, on your team that make sure that uh, things are looked after. You don't have to worry about stuff and, the, and work doesn't have to worry about it either. So I think just putting some effort into it ahead of time, it's a, you know, it's a good investment. Love that. So, um. We hope that uh, some of what we've spoken about you find helpful. I hope we didn't say anything that uh, you found offensive or made you angry. But, Greg, your philosophy, uh, again, falls well on this episode, I think. Yeah, because it's tricky, right? Some people have very strong views about vacation and uh, and about what's the reality, what I can do and what I can't do. And so, you know, an early coach uh, shared with me that, Greg, during our sessions, you're going to feel a little bit of joy and you're going to feel a little bit of churn and crunchiness. And uh, the joy comes from as you go through sessions, you recognize you're making traction, it, you feel good that you're accomplishing and moving in the right direction. And crunchy and churn often occurs when you either feel like you're disagreeing with something or maybe not hitting the mark like you'd want to. Uh, but we, as we say in all scenarios, all episodes, both of these situations are good. So listen to what you're feeling uh, and learn from what you're feeling and apply that learning into the next time. That's cool. That's cool. So ready for a shout out? I am ready for a shout out. Yes. 
Sao Paulo, Brazil. Oh, wow. Here we go. We haven't had, I don't many people from uh, from South America. No, no. I think this is probably the first one for sure. But it popped up. Uh, I did a, a cut for the last 30 days mm-hmm. just to see. Um, uh, uh, because the the platform will only give us the first 50 cities. Mm-hmm. And the top of that order is just so huge. Mm-hmm. And so by cutting it by like a day or seven days or 30 days or 60 days, you get a little uh, different look at, mm. at the city. So this one popped up. I went, oh, my goodness. So I don't know what they listen to, but I know they listen to a couple. And I went, oh, welcome to the club. Well, we may have a surge happening because the last couple of days I had folks from uh, Mexico, from California, from a couple other places. And when they heard about the podcast and heard the kind of topics that we covered, they said, oh, those are things that we could use. I'm really interested in listening to that. So we've sent some things off. So maybe we'll see a little bit of a of a spike of uh, some of the folks who reached out. You know, uh, uh, many of these folks are talking about getting back into podcasts because mm-hmm. it kind of got slowed down and people were not listening to as much. But as people are returning to the office, you know, those train rides, those those car rides are the beautiful time to get caught up in that uh, uh, podcast. And we need to get the actors back acting in movies and TV because they're all on podcasts right now, not creating content for our streaming services and TV. So we need to get them off the podcast because they've all been podcasting these last two years. And there's been a bunch of really good ones. But come on, get back to work. Yeah, get back to work. (laughs) (laughs) And what I like about that, Greg, is, and I just want to reinforce with people, we're not experts. We're just two dudes that are having a conversation. We've made a lot of mistakes. We've had a lot of people... uh, model the right things to do to us and occasionally the wrong thing to do with us, uh, uh, to do for us. And so this is just you and I having a conversation, throwing some ideas around some, some things that we've observed people doing and some things that we've experienced. And, and my question always is, who are you talking to, to get some of this stuff from? Mm-hmm. Cause we obviously have a ongoing conversation about this all the time. So, uh, San Paulo, welcome wow. to the club. Awesome. Welcome. Let's just, uh, I think we should clean up now. We're good? Yeah, that's great. Do you have anything else to say? I don't think so. You sure? I am sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Remember, people matter. Take the time with the people you work with. They are an important part of your job, your success, or your failure. Talk to you next time. Take care.